Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to wake up every day with a passion to accomplish your goals? If I can show you how to be driven and wake up every day and work to achieve your goals, would you like to know? If the answer is yes, then listen real close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you two can use a simple but effective principle to achieve your goals. Today, we are talking about how five guiding principles can help you live a better life. These five guiding principles can help you achieve your goals. The best way to utilize a five guiding principle to achieve all your goals. See, every successful business has some sort of guiding principles. Some consider their core values as guiding principles, which, which is fine. You know, but the guiding principle and a core value are not necessarily the same thing. In this episode, we are talking specifically about the five guiding principles for your personal life, not necessarily for a business. You must have one for your business, but I want to make sure that as a person, you have a guiding principle for your life. I did a small research and there are about 110 million topics on guiding principles and the sample rate that I tested here has so many explanation and definition and how organizations have put together five guiding principles that some make sense, majority of them don't make any sense at all. So again, I'm not talking about the core values of a company and there's a company that has great core value and I want to share that with you and how that guide them in the decisions they make as a company, in this case as a company, the decisions that they make. One of the outstanding core values that they have, and again, we are not talking about core value per se. I just want to explain and walk you through some of the core values out there that has worked greatly for this specific company. One of their core value is to taking care of their people, so their employees. And when you have these definitions, it's the key for our Sussex is treating people well. We do this by encouraging our employees to speak up and take risk by recognizing and rewarding good performance and by leading and developing people so they may grow. So every decision this company makes is filtered through this core value, one of their core value, which is taking care of their people. And they have another taking care of the customer along the definition of the taking care of their customer. This is what they have to do along with our quality products and services and price and selections. We must go the extra mile to give customers knowledgeable advice about the merchandising and to help them use those products to their maximum benefit. 
And because of that, when you walk into that business, when you walk into their store, they filter everything they tell you, how they help you in the store through these lenses. And it has worked greatly for that company. I believe that you as a person, you must have a guiding principle. If you don't have a guiding principle, then life will happen to you instead of you happening to life. Instead of you happening to life, life will happen to you. You must develop a personal five guiding principle to guide you through life. Don't just let life happen to you without a personal five guiding principle that I'm about to share with you. You go to bed, you wake up whenever you want to wake up, especially if you don't have a job to go to, or if you have, you don't have a business office or any place, workplace to go to. If you don't have a school to go to, then life, you just do things however you feel and life happen to you instead of you happening to life. So again, we are not talking about the core values. So what is the difference between core values and five guiding principles or guiding principles and core values? So I found this as definition of that and I thought it was very interesting for the Future Lab website. It's a core values are broad statement. Again, we are not talking about core value, but I'm giving you the contrast here. He said the core values are broad statement to guide your employees. So it has to do with someone else. Identify right and wrong, good and bad, and how to interact with each other and with customers. Guiding principles, on the other hand, are more specific. How they guide the organization or you through everything you do. They are more perspective in nature. This is from the Future Lab website. I like that definition because a guiding principle are more specific in how they guide you through everything you do. Why do you wake up every day? Why do you brush your teeth every day? Why do you put on deodorant every day? Why do you speak the way you speak every day? Why do you do the things that you do every day? If you have a guiding principle, they will guide you on a daily basis of the things that you do. So again, guiding principles are a set of moral values that establish a framework for an expected outcome or a behavior or a decision making. It's a list of highly regarded and expected principles set by you to guide you through your decision making. The job that you are taking, why are you taking it? Did you filter that through your guiding principles? So if you don't have a guiding principles, again, we are going to help you to create one. But if you don't have one and you don't create one, starting from today, then life happens to you. Everybody in this world has 24 hours, exact same hours. Do you have a guiding principle that guides you through that 24 hours a day? If you don't have one, then guess what? External forces will guide you through it. The media will guide you through it. Other people will guide you through it. But if you have your own five guiding principle, then those 
principles will guide you through that 24 hours that you have. I have the same 24 hours. So a guiding principle that we, we are explaining here contains five elements. It starts with your mission statement, your key characteristics, your key actions, the full story pitch, and your team. The team is what motivates you to do that which you desire to do, to do that which you were placed on this planet to do. There are a few examples, and I'm not going to bore you with all these examples, but I'll give you one company called Tech and Main, their mission statement, for example. So this company focuses on helping small businesses build security systems so that they are not attacked by ransomware and hackers out there. So for example, their mission statement is starting with the problem. So they talk about 71% of ransomware attack targets small businesses. We provide cybersecurity solutions to protect your business from hackers and ransomware exploits so that you focus on what matters most, running your business. And then they list their key characteristics, those three bullet points, and then they list their key actions that they take on a daily basis to help small businesses. And then they write a full story pitch and what motivates them, the team, what motivates them to do what they do. See, if there's nothing motivating you to wake up and do that which you were called, that which you were placed on this planet to do, then you sleep in. Then you don't take any action on a daily basis. Then you don't do anything. You have a desire. You have a goal, but you are not taking any action to get to that point B because you have no principle guiding you through life. I'll give you my personal principle, five guiding principle, for example. The mission statement identifies what the problem is. And I have seen people struggle. And when you talk to them, you understand you figure out and you learn that they don't know who they are. So I start with the problem. Most people don't know who they are, so they struggle in life. I teach a three-part biblical framework that help identify who you are, so you win. The three characteristics, and this is a dynamic document, okay? It's a one-pager dynamic document, meaning that I can update it anytime I feel I need to Tweak it here and there. The three key characteristics is to, I'm empowered to do what I do. I am motivated to do what I do and I'm focused. I, I am focused to do what I do. Those are my three characteristics. The three key actions that I have to take on a daily basis is to tell people who they are. I live by intention. I don't let life happen to me. I happen to life. So I live by intention. And I develop on a daily basis my empathetic skills, empathy skills. Okay? The full story that I have written down, and again, this is dynamic, meaning that I can edit it every time I feel like, okay, I need to make a tweak. The full story pitch is that most people are confused because they don't know who they are. So they struggle in life. 
without understanding who you are, you are like a child before the wind. Life storm blows you to and flow. Because of that, I help people understand who they are by teaching a three-part biblical framework that helps you understand who you are so you win in life. When you know who you are, you win in any situation. That is why the Bible says that then all things are possible to you. You get it? That is my full story pitch that I have run. So when I hand that to you, then you know what I do, who I am. But my mission statement is I tell you when I meet you in person, that's some, that's like my elevator speech. People don't know who they are, so they fail. I teach this thing so that you know who you are and you're winning life. Now, the last part of my five garden principle, the theme or the reason, the motivation part, why I do what I do, I believe, strongly believe that when people know who they are, their life becomes meaningful, enjoyable, and happier when they know who God has made them to be, when they understand who they are. I hope that you will figure out your five guiding principles. And I'm going to walk you through the steps to create your five guiding principles. And hopefully the theme of your guiding principle is meaningful. It motivates you to get up regardless of what time it is and do what you have to do to execute your mission statement. As always, we take a look at the scriptures to see how those in the Bible lived and how they executed their mission. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Luke chapter 4 verse 18, I'm going to sort of, he didn't say it this way, but I'm going to put the problem why he said what he said in verse 18 of Luke 4. But before that, I want to state the problem, even though he didn't state the problem in the Bible, I'm going to put that up front before we read verse 18. So I wrote it this way down. The poor lack good news or the world lack good news. They lack good news. Well, isn't that amazing? Coronavirus pandemic is going on. People are losing their jobs. And if you have lost your job, I pray that you get multiple offers immediately now in Jesus' name. There are demonstrations going on all over the country. The world today, as I speak, lacks good news. And his eyes also wrote down that the world, the poor is in captivity. So this actually is like a coincidence here. The poor, the poor like good news in captivity, blind, oppressed, and sick. I have come that they may have life and have it in all its fullness. That's John 10.10. How? How can he say that? How can he say, I have come to deliver good news, to set the captives free, to open the brown eyes, to set the oppressed free and heal the sick. If you read in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, he declared 
that he has been empowered to do this. So in Luke 4, 18, he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to release the oppressed. That is his mission statement. I think we talk about this in other episodes. The episode called Live with a Mission. If you didn't listen to that, listen to the episode called Live with a Mission and you understand this a little bit more. We went a little bit more deeper into that. So here, you start with a problem. The poor lack good news. So I have come to preach good news to the poor. The poor is in captivity. So I have come to set the captives free. The poor is blind. I have come to give them sight and to release them because they are oppressed, to release them from oppression. And we are not talking, when we say the poor, we are not talking about whether you have money or not. That is not the point here. So what are his key characteristics? Jesus key characteristics. He was empowered based on the scripture that we just read in Luke 4.18. He was empowered to do his mission, to execute his mission. He was compassionate. The Bible says he had compassion on them and he healed them all. He had compassion when they were hungry and he used the loaf, five bread of loaves, and he fed thousands. He had compassion on them. So that is one of his characteristics. So he was empowered. He's compassionate and he's humble. He's humble because he had the power to destroy all those who hated him. Even to death, he was humble and he prayed and he said, Father, forgive them. The thief who was next to him, he had compassion even while he was hung on the cross. He was humble in every situation. He is compassionate everywhere he went. He did good. Those are the filters that he lived through. And there are so many other compassionate uh, that our characteristics that we can talk about him. But I want to list just the th- these three to give you an example of his characteristics. What are your characteristics? What will people think of you when your name comes up? Would they say you have the power or you are empowered to succeed? Would they say this guy knows who he is? Would they say you have compassion? Would they say you are a humble guy, humble person? You have to come up with your own key characteristics and his his key actions, the, the daily actions that Jesus took, he preached the good news. And this is derived from his mission statement. He preached the good news every day. Wherever he went, he executed his mission statement. He preached the good news. He delivered the captives. He healed the sick. Read the Bible and you see that everywhere he went, those things happened. He talks about the good news. Oh, he talks about the kingdom of God has come or the power of God has come. He delivered the captives. He set the oppressed free. He healed the sick. So these guiding principles 
will guide you when you have one develop and you look at it every day. You hang it on your refrigerator. It's in front of you. It's guiding you every day to be motivated to achieve your goals. Don't let life just happen to you, whatever the world throws at you. Don't let the world detect how you live. Don't let anyone and no external forces spiritually and physically determine how you live. You must develop your own guiding principle to guide you through the, this life that you live on this planet. Every decision you make, every word you speak, filter that through your guiding principle. So we talk about his, his key characteristics and his, his key actions and his mission statement, his full story. If I have to write about his full story, the world has deviated from its original purpose. They lack good news. People are in captivity. People are sick and oppressed and lost. When the world discover its original purpose, it will be a better place. In John 10, 9 and 11, it's, I am the gate. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. He will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in all its fullness. Verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Understand who you are. Jesus clearly understood who he is. In good times, in bad times, he understood who he is. Therefore, he lived a life through his guiding principles. If he is the shepherd, then he's not going to destroy the sheep. If he is the gate that you can come in and go as you wish and live in good pasture, then he's not going to destroy that. Then regardless of what people tell him that he is not, is this not the carpenter that we know? Is this not Joseph's son? How can he say the things that he has, he's saying? Because he knew who he was or who he is. He had a guiding principle. So let's develop your personal guiding principle. The reason we call the five guiding principles contain five elements. And I'm going to walk you through how you two can develop your personal five guiding principle to guide you through life. One, create your mission statement. You must create your personal mission statement. What are you here to accomplish? I'm not talking about job, money, and all that stuff. Those are great. But don't put your trust in those things. We talk about other things, about money in, in the episode, you know, getting out of debt and all that. Because you cannot put your trust in the world system economically. Okay? That's a whole new topic that I won't bore you with that right now. Create your own mission statement. Start with a short sentence. Problem that your mission statement will solve. What are you here to solve? What problem are you solving? So create a one-line statement identifying the problem your mission statement will solve. Then write what you will do to solve it. It must be very short like an elevator speech. So you talk about the problem, your solution to that problem. 
what you do to solve that problem, your mission statement must have those elements in it. The problem, what you're going to do to solve that problem. Okay. Point two, element two, develop your three characteristics. This must be about you, your ability to solve the problem or the problems you have identified. What will people say about your characteristics? What abilities do you have to solve that problem? So, point two, develop your key characteristics. Three, create your daily actions. Actions that you take or you must take to execute your mission statement. What are the three things that you must do every day to fulfill your mission statement? What are the things that you have to do on a daily basis? Just three key actions that you have to take. Write those things down. Edit them. Tweak them. But you must have three things that you do every day that takes you closer to executing your goals, achieving your goals, and living a life worth living so that life is not happening to you, but you happen to life. Point four, develop in details your full story pitch. This is the details like a full paragraph or two that you must develop. So we give example above before this, we give an example of a full story pitch. It is not your elevator speech, so don't make it like one line or two sentence. Make it detailed, like a paragraph. Mostly try to limit it to a full paragraph. Develop your full story pitch. Why do you execute your mission statement? The last element, number five, your team, or your reason why you do what you do. Why do you execute your mission statement? This is what will get you out of bed every day when you have a very good team. I do what I do because it makes somebody else happy. It changes somebody else's life. I grow personally. My life changes. Other people's life changes. That is why I do what I do. So that it's no longer like a job to me. This is what will motivate you to do it. It gives you a reason to live. Your team energizes you to do what you love. And if you, your mission statement is not about what you love, then what is the point? Then it becomes a job. You must love that which you do. And your team is the reason you get out of bed every day. At a certain time every day. For example, some people get up at 5 a.m. to pray. Why? Because they pray and certain things happen? Okay, great. Not just for them, but for other people. And they see people's life change. Then they do that. Some people wake up every day to do other things. Write a book, do something. I don't know what it is that you want to do. But when you have a theme and the reason that you do what you do, then you are going to get up regardless of what is going on. It's going to energize you to do what you love. It does not make it feel like a job. If you do what you were born to do, you will love it. And it won't stretch you out. It won't make you sad. It won't make you tired. It won't make it feel like it's a job that you have to do. Let's recap how you create your five guiding principles 
create your mission statement, create your key characteristic, and those characteristics have to be three bullet points, nothing more than that. So your characteristics is three bullet points. Your key actions is three bullet points. Your story pitch, your full story pitch is one paragraph. Your theme is one sentence. When you have this on one page, nothing more than one page, keep it before your eyes. See, the Bible says that. Write the vision down. That is the great one of the greatest advices in the Bible. Write the vision down. So you must write this thing down. Keep it before your eyes and it will guide you through life. If you are taking some action and it's outside of your five guiding principles, then revisit that and make sure that the things that you are doing are filtered through these lenses. When you do that, then I'll tell you, you will live a life worth living. You will also achieve your goals because now you have a guiding principle that is guiding you through life. You will do exactly what you were born to do. You will live an effective life. This is the best way to utilize and live a life that God has given you. Like I said, some of these companies that have very good principles filter every decision they make through those principles. When the pandemic hit, certain companies do things haphazardly. Others filter every decision they make through their five guiding principles. Therefore, they are standing today. They are winning in the midst of pandemic, in the midst of difficult time because they have five guiding principles. Develop a guiding principle for your personal life. Don't wait on this. If you are driving, don't do it now, but take a pen and paper and start drafting your guiding principles and that will change the way you do things. Like I said before, everybody on this planet has exactly 24 hours per day. I don't have 26, you don't have 23. We all have 24 hours a day. And how you use those 24 hours without a guiding principle, external forces, the media, social media, and other things will guide you through. You stay on social media for hours and be wasting time because you don't have a guiding principle. Let me pray for you today. I thank God that you have developed a perfect, effective guiding principle. This your guiding principle guide you through lives, difficult times and good times. You filter everything through your guiding principle that you have developed so that you make quality decisions to improve, to achieve your goals, and to change the lives of those around you because you have developed a guiding principle. I pray that it is well with you. I pray that you have received this wisdom from God to create a guiding principle that guides you through your life. I declare you successful, that everything you put your hand to is successful. I declare you blessed, blessed mean empowered to do that which you were called to do. You are blessed. You are empowered to do that which you were called to do in the name of Jesus. I declare wisdom over you, that you have the wisdom of God to live a life that he has created you to live. You will not miss a beat because God has given you wisdom 
in the name of Jesus. You have the knowledge. You have the power to do it. So go and get it done in the name of Jesus. Again, my name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, you know what to do. Go ahead and subscribe right now and tell your friends and family to subscribe today.